In this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about socks in bed being a red flag because psychopaths wear socks to bed, being Sidney Prescott because you don't fuck with the original, and sexy traffic cones. (laughs) In our chat about Burn the Negative with Josh Winning. (laughs) About Burn the Negative is the loosest term (laughs) that could ever be. It's so... Ever... Hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult, and sometimes other books, series, authors, voice actors, and illustrators that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. And today, on Friday the 13th, the time of recording, a spooky day. We're going to talk to Josh Winning, author of Burn the Negative. This is epic, guys. Settle in for some amazing conversation. Such a good episode. (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> and we've already started <laughs> oh it's gonna what be a good great job <laughs> claire is it yes. time for would you rather i think we've passed it a long time ago yes yes it's time for would you rather pew, 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 pew. <laughs> we're very excited for this edition just uh, well, in general, yes. <laughs> but we're very excited for this game of Would You Rather because we're joined by Josh Winning, the author of this fantastic book. So thank Ooh. you for joining us, Josh. Ooh. We're so glad that you're here. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for this. Oh, you're not as excited as us. We, no. we're, 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 I, ca- we're going to be calm and composed. I always so. sound sarcastic when I say stuff like that, but I really mean it. Like, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like whenever I try and offer sympathies to people, I don't sound genuine. I'm like, uh, no, no, I mean it. Hmm, you look lovely like today that. as well. I'm like that no, when someone mean... gives me a present and you can tell that they really want to get like a really positive reaction from you. And I'm just, I've got, I, even if I really like it, I feel the pressure to manufacture this flamboyantly enormous uh, reaction that obviously comes across <laughs> as just completely ridiculous. Oh my God, I'm so excited about these socks. Yes. <laughs> and genuinely, you need a new pair of socks because all the ones you've got have got holes in right. or don't have matching sets. Right. And you really love yeah. them. Yeah, but exactly. it all sounds fake. People need socks. People do need socks. I I would actually dispute that because I don't like socks. Oh. I think if you wear socks to bed, you're a psychopath. Oh no! Don't. Oh no. no. And I'm as if I have to wear socks with shoes, that's fine. But as soon as I get in the house, shoes come off, socks come off. I can't stand having socks on my feet. Same. There's a place for socks, and it's not in bed. Oh God, no! Completely. No. No. To tell if if you actually ever meet anybody and they wear and they say I wear socks to bed, it's a red flag and you get walk away. out. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> Just walk nope away. right out of there. Do not get yeah, in the Which bed is appropriate you. for this month's book theme. Thank you, Amanda. <gasps> book challenge theme is nope. And of course, every freaking situation in this book is a nope situation. It is. It definitely is. And that is but, why we love it. So we should play Would You Rather. What's our first question? It is. We asked on social media, would you rather start in the original movie or the Netflix series remake? And on Facebook, 80% are going to be in the Netflix remake. On Instagram, they're 100% original, baby. 
And in TikTok, it's 67% for the original. And we do have some comments which are often helpful in your own response. So Emily on Facebook said, I would like to choose neither because I don't want to die while shooting either. To which we pointed out, and this is a very key important point of playing Would You Rather, you are the lord and master of your Would You Rather experience so you can mould your response to however you want. It doesn't have to fall 100% in line to the book. To which... Emily responded with, hmm, you make an excellent point. I shall go for the Netflix remake because I know, because I would have done the research and tried to avoid dying like how my character did. That's smart. I like that, that logic. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, definitely. Brie on Facebook said, I'm going to star in the remake because I can come to it fresh instead of carrying the emotional baggage of the cast and crew deaths. I'd rather be a fascinated fan after the fact who makes it accessible for a new generation of audience. Mm -hmm. So Brie was like kind of the exact opposite. Yeah, I like that. I like that she's she's thought about it. (laughs) Brie always puts thoughts in her responses. Yes, we always have very good responses. Thankfully, Constance hasn't done this as a song, which is she stopped doing that, thank God. Her response was, I choose the original. I'd be the final girl, Sydney, that survives through it all and watches the dumb people die during the remake. Yeah. If you're going to be anyone, be Sydney Prescott. Yeah, definitely. She's just the best. I love her. Yes. Yeah. Coral on Facebook says, original sometimes are better than a remake. I mean, almost always. They're almost always yeah yeah glim glam jen on instagram the netflix series remake but it's all real they kidnapped me and the other actors and put us in the same situations and filmed us but what if it's in space well they locked us in one of those biosphere things and are tricking us Ooh. she always goes next level she really really does <laughs> and i actually I want to go and Claire. We did not talk about this in the in our discussion. I actually thought this is what happened for like what, just went in space? one. No, they didn't go in space. <laughs> that that it was all the trick, and they were being filmed. There was the one scene where like the building starts to like shake and crumble, and Laura's <sighs> separated from everyone else. And in my head, I saw that it was it was one of those like rooms in like. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a Jamiroquai room. Yes, it's a Jamiroquai room. The whole thing is like t- being turned upside down on the set. And she doesn't know that any of this is happening. But obviously, I was wrong. That would have been such a good twist if there was like a Truman Show style situation going on. I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> Look, Maybe that should have been the ending of this book. You're friends with Fictional Hangover now. We'll take care of you. We have oh, good you. ideas. Yeah. Well, you know when, you know when we eventually, well, when we eventually do our anthology of um, fan fiction homages, second epilogues, mm-hmm. we'll put that we'll put that in there. We will. Yeah. We will. Amazing. So we have one more comment. It's from author friend Real Jackson Ford on Instagram, and he chooses always the original. We have to we have to mention real Jackson Ford when he comments because he's he's a fantastic human being. He's determined oh. to be on every single episode. Yeah. With brilliant taste. Yeah, he's pretty great. By the sounds of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so Josh, what are you doing? Okay, can I swear? My art is swear on this. Please, for yeah. the love of fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. We're made of swear. You can like, drop the C bomb. We don't care. We do like that one. Okay, yeah, right. we like that one. We're fully Please accessible. Do. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, I agree with probably half of the comments because, in the words of Sydney Prescott, don't fuck with the original. Right. Just don't do it. Yeah. So I would have to be the original. Like, I, I love. A lot of what Netflix have done. I love the Dark Crystal series, but I mean that was a prequel rather than a remake, so that's kind of like playing a different ball game. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. The original is always better. I pr- can't really think of that many remakes that I either a like or prefer over the original. I have one, and I don't prefer it over the original because the original is my favorite horror movie of all time, and the new one wasn't a remake, it was a prequel, or no, it wasn't a prequel, it was happening simultaneously after the fact, I don't know, whatever, Candyman. I really, really loved the new one and how he was, have you seen, have you seen the new one? I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, I have. I really yeah. I enjoyed a lot of it. I yeah. loved the um, I loved the opening with the legend of Helen and how that had become his own myth that had grown yeah. out of the Candyman myth. It was that was really clever. Yeah, that was a good one. I will take that. Anytime one. shadow puppetry is used in a movie <laughs> as well is an instant win for me, especially if it's a needle shadow, which needle we discuss oh, needle a lot. We need some needle mm. shadows. In the main episode, everywhere. we need some needle shadows. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think you need to do a cosplay yeah. for this one, Amanda. But all it is is needle shadows. That's all I want. I don't want anything else ne- but needle shadows. I can handle that. I can handle that. It's been I'd a little while. It. Yeah, it's, it's been, been too a little long. While. It's been too long. We need some needle shadows. Doing it on it. Cool. cool. <laughs> what so about you, Claire? Would you want? Would you want to be the original or the remake? Oh, uh, original. Um, yeah, I can't think of any remake. I mean, even on the Would You Rather image, and I was thinking about it, I went. What Netflix have done that's a remake or reimagining that's absolute trash, but the original movies are, are quite good. And the only thing I could think of was Resident Evil. <laughs> because the, as much as the Resident Evil series gets really bad, <laughs> the first one's really good. And I will defend it to my dying day that the first one is really, really good. But I, I suffered that Resident Evil TV series from front to end because I very rarely DNF things. And it's absolutely horrendous. It is trash. Do not watch it. Oh, no. It. Don't waste your time, honestly. Go and rewatch something. You're better off rewatching something than you want to watch that TV series. It was rubbish. Um, so, yeah, I can't think of anything. Is Mila Jovovich in it? No, not at all. Uh... I mean, Same. Lance Hendrickson. She is Resident Evil. Like oh my she god, is. Lance Hendrickson. He's awesome. Yeah. But not oh, awesome enough to save it. For the of it. No. no, not at all. You know, I, I kind of didn't hate, even though it's not Netflix, a Netflix TV series, but I kind of didn't hate the um, MTV Scream oh, yeah. TV series. I didn't hate that. I mean, it wasn't, obviously, it wasn't Scream. But it I didn't different. hate it. It was I different. liked that they they kind of just did their own thing. There's a different mask. Um, yeah, it was fun and like it really was quite grisly. Like, isn't there a bit with a guy with a farm sort of thing that happens that's quite horrific? Yeah, 
Of course. Yeah. I I yeah. think that's that falls in line thing like thinking about like Wednesday. It's not a remake of the Adams Families in any way, shape, or form. It's taking a different route around and having that base in it. Where so I I really enjoyed the Wednesday series. Hmm. So it's kind of that kind of thing for me. The screen where you know the original, and as long as you know of the original, you'll appreciate this. But you don't need to know the original to appreciate this. Yeah. yeah. I find it really weird that there will be kids who watch Wednesday and have never seen the you know the nineties movies. That just is, that blows my mind. The, the Adam's Family, Adam's Family Values are two of the greatest movies. Absolutely. I can only yeah. imagine that if they didn't watch the original, like as it was a thing, they would probably be disappointed Shocking. if you come to it mm. after the fact. Angelica Houston is a legend and she needs to be appreciated oh and worshipped. She's amazing. Goddess. I used, I used to have all of the, well, probably not all, but most of the original black and white Adams Family TV show on VHS. I used to watch Why? it all the time. It was on like Channel 4 or BBC or something. And I used oh, yeah. to record it on and at like 6.30 or whatever. And I used to record it and I used to watch them all the time. <laughs> loved them i mean that that snaps is that snaps that is snaps yeah i'm making noises <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be an appropriate snap <laughs> yeah yeah yes no i think i think we're all original aren't we definitely yeah unless but, it's candy man but i will just be, be in all of the candy mans you'll be in all the candy mans so we'll even the shitty say, sequels we'll be the original but then they're gonna pay us a heck of a lot of money to make a cameo in the remake if Obviously. we're still alive heck of a lot oh yeah didn't um bruce campbell he was in the evil dead reboot so it wasn't really a remake it was more of a reboot and he's he appears right at the end of the credits and just says groovy like that's yeah. his whole contribution which is all you yes. want really that's all you want him yeah, to do that's all, that's all you need yeah is it, it sam raimi yes bruce campbell's involved is it evil dead yes bruce campbell's involved yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to our second question. Would you rather realize you're actually a murderer or actually cursed? (laughs) Shall I go first? (laughs) Yes, please. If you know what you're doing, I do not. (laughs) I love the logic of like you've realized you're a murderer. It's like you've just suddenly, you know... A whole mess of crap's happened and you're like, wait a minute, I'm a murderer. <laughs> wait a second. Yeah, what? Those people screaming? Ah, oh, it'll make sense now. Okay. Blood on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I had to choose, I would choose to be actually a murderer because at least that's something I can do something about. Like, I, I can just stop killing people. Or if you're... Keep yeah. killing people. Or keep or, yeah. killing people. Keep killing people. <laughs> You haven't Maybe been caught yet. Yeah, like a vigilante. Yes. Um, whereas if you're cursed, you you're pretty much just fucked. Like the all the things I've read and seen about curses, you, there's no way of getting rid of them. You're gonna you're doomed basically. Yes. And and like cursed means you're a victim, whereas murderer means you're the opposite of a victim. Unless you start going after yourself because you realize that you're actually a murderer and then you have to stop yourself from murdering. 
That's an now whole, that that's, that's like... a detective genre yeah. horror. <laughs> you are both detective and murderer on that one. Yes. Let's put that on the Nemo Nine More Rhyme or list, Amanda. What's that? Yes. Is it a Tiffany song? I touch myself. You can just turn it into I kill myself. I kill yes. myself. When I think about murder, I kill myself. (laughs) We're going to rewrite the lyrics to that, too. Look look for that. That will happen. (laughs) I'm obviously a murderer. If if you're just coming to the show now, like Josh is, there there is no question. I am always a villain. I am always a murderer. So. I feel like we need to caveat that with a PSA that I'm not, not actually life. a murderer in real life. <laughs> Again, we need to caveat this. In a fantasy world. In a fantasy in world. Fictional murder. What, what kind of murderer? Like witchy murder or like like stabby murder? Oh no, it's definitely gruesome. There's uh, definitely lots of you know blood splatter and gore all over the place. Nice. So you're like you're like an interior designer. Yeah. Who, but <laughs> Yeah. And I'm I'm using I'm using my victims in tears. <laughs> yeah. So many layers. So God, I'm so glad you're on this episode. This is amazing. <laughs> we love you already. You know us. I love you if you're if you're an interior designer murderer. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a, a real niche in the uh it is. It there's is. a gap in the market there. You know, there's not many of us. Yeah. Have you seen those videos where the the artist videos, re- reels and stuff, where you'll see the like the there was one I saw where it was um, a Spider Man face and they poured rice over it and then where it landed they drew round and then they took the rice off. So where the rice didn't land, it was Spider Man mask, and where the rice did land, it was um, Peter Parker. And real hyper realistic. It was absolutely beautiful. Now I've got that image in my head, except instead of rice, you're using blood. Uh yeah, entrails for sure. Yeah. 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 Just swinging the intestines round, just you know, get nice coverage. Uh huh. Yeah, like a oh, lasso. Tiffany. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, now we have the music video to shoot too. It's perfect. All of this and it's is happening. It's a Maroquai set. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's I don't know if I can make together. that one happen, but everything else I'm going to work and, on. And the judge, so now you're now you're on like an interior design TV series and the judge is Bruce Campbell. And if he likes it, he says, <laughs> groovy. groovy. And if he doesn't like it, he says, cast you out or whatever he says to get rid of the demons. <laughs> I love all of this so much. This is happening. This is happening. Trademarking all of this. TM. This is property of fictional hangover and royalties shared with Josh. I'm I'm also going murderer, but I'm not going to answer with anything else because I can't be what you've said. You see previous statements. Dang. You are. You can you be like the um, like the carpenter. The tradesperson who comes in and does all like the really hard stuff that, that can the you clarify the genre there, do. please? <laughs> <laughs> in the interior design show, you're the carpenter who comes in and builds everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm the one who's you know splattering the entrail paint on the wall, and you're the one in the background going, oh, "Gotta come in and fix that." So then you come out with your hammer, and then you will murder me and then you'll take uh. over <laughs> this is 
perfect. Everything about it is great. Yeah. I'm going to turn your leg into a lamp. Thank you. And your oh, yes. skull will be some kind of like feature on like a pedestal. I'm going to have some nice interesting lights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would you prefer have a, a jar of your teeth. Thank you. Oh, you can't see my jar of teeth. It's up there. Nice. Oh, nice. Is that from uh, Is that from Cat Ellis's Harrow Lake? <laughs> no, those would be in the tree. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry, sorry, Cat. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Just walked the curse of Mr. Jitters. Oh, nice. I, I've seen that on your social media, I think. Awesome. Yes. That's so good. And then I got to act them out in real life. And it was great. You act them out in real life and I play with the dolls. Yes. Perfect. Um, what's our next question? I have no idea. Would you rather be a washed up child actor or a suspicious psychic? Beverly wasn't a good psychic in the end. She saw none of that coming, did she? She she really oh, did not. Did, she might have done. She might have done. Are we doing spoilers? Oh, gosh, of course. Yeah. All spoilers oh, right, all the okay. time. All fucks all the time. Go okay, on. cool. Good rules. Um, <laughs> I think she did. I think she kind of. Um, I think she kind of slightly sacrificed herself. You know, like she knew that there was only one way this was going to come out, and it was basically this way, and yeah. she kind of had to die for it to happen. Yeah. I but did is Laura love, worth it? <laughs> mm. I guess I she thought she was saving Laura and then Laura turned out to be basically un- unsavable. actually a murderer. Which I love. Yeah. She doesn't have a redeeming feature. Finally. Thank <laughs> you. It's amazing. Rooted for the bad guy all the time. We always do. Hooray. I've seen a few people online who are really upset about the ending. And I haven't like dug into what they were upset about specifically because I don't really need the negative. I burn the negative. Burn the negative. Um, <laughs> but I can only think that they felt that um, they wanted Laura to be like a, a have an uplifting final girl ending, and she kind of gets that. But but you know, from a really quite warped perspective, maybe. Yeah, she's the final girl because she's the freaking murderer. Yes. <laughs> what better way to be the final girl? No, yeah, exactly. we we are strong proponents of loose endings. Yes. Um, open endings are open endings. Lovable bastards. No, lovable assholes. Assholes. Sorry. Use the correct words. By the sorry, t-shirt. Asshole. Sorry, lovable lovable assholes. Lovable assholes. Um, and uh, irredeemable characters. Yeah. Those also, are three of my favorite things. Also, we decided that um, the needleman is the hero because he's been keeping her safe all this time and that um they're best friends and they hold hands with needle fingers and skip yes <laughs> it's precious it is they precious. definitely do that <laughs> yeah no i really like that you see him as the hero that's really fun because he yeah he he's kind of like a a, a messed up imaginary friend slash guardian angel yeah maybe that's exactly what we said yeah, yeah. amazing i love this I've not yes. had I've not had any 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 spoilery discussions about the book before, so this is really fun that we can just talk <gasps> about spoilers. We are refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have we? I remember when Amy came on and she was like, oh. "We can talk spoilers." We're like, uh-huh. like, yeah. She's like, <gasps> "Oh my god!" Just let it all hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, you're um, oh right, there's a question. Um, there's a question. Watched a child I... actor, suspicious psychic. Yeah, I would go for the suspicious psychic every every day of the week. I'd rather be suspicious than washed up. Yeah, nobody wants to be washed up. And like, psychics are, are really cool. I would love to be psychic. I want to yeah. be a suspicious psychic, but I want to be on like a, a ghost hunting program. Because Amanda, you know how much I love spooky programs. Yeah. And tonight I'm going to be watching. I'm sorry, I'm not watching Friday the Thirteenth. Well, I'm you're watching. Wrong. I'm what I'm watching ghosty programs. There's new episodes of stuff coming out that I'm desperate to watch, and awesome. I'm going to be that weird, suspicious psychic. I'm not going to be like most haunted. Like, oh, God, what was he called? Um, oh, um, Derek Cora. Yeah, Derek Cora with his spirit guide Nick. I saw Derek Cora live once. What an absolute fake. R.I.P. Derek Cora, but <laughs> he was an absolute fake. I'm, but I'm going to be a suspicious psychic on a ghost hunting program. That was that was one of my early ideas for this book was a ghost hunting program with a psychic, yes. but it ended up being something completely different, obviously. But yeah, I, I love the. Yeah, we'll Moidere. also read that one when it comes out. So <laughs> yeah, just just write that one up. Uh, we'll... Burn the negative. Two. I don't know. Burn more negative. <laughs> burn, neg- burn more negative. <laughs> burn the negative two. Call on EMF reader. Oh yeah! <laughs> You've got to go for some really terrible title that means it's like, when the movie's made, it's going to be like made for TV, and then it's going to yeah. get cult following. And then basically, all you can do, you have to do for the rest of your life for a steady income, is do the uh, con circuit. Yes, and be a con artist on the con circuit. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Or a murderer on there. There is a An actual murderer on the con circuit committing actual murder. Yeah, we've just we've got absolutely solid gold ideas here. We really, I need to start writing them down. <laughs> you do. Don't worry, it's going to be recorded. You recorded. can come yeah, back true. to it. Yeah. It is all trademarked. <laughs> this is all trademarked. Yeah. <laughs> if you do end up writing another book using all of these ideas, please yeah. like throw like just scoot fictional hangover into it. Mention us yeah. in the acknowledgments. Just, yeah. You know, throw throw us a bone. You'll hear us squeak if that ever ha- when that what that happened once and we squeed loud. Yeah. Well, that no happened. Way. That happened with Amy McCaw. She wrote some of our things that we discussed in our episodes into her book. It was fantastic. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. You've been we immortalized were... in print. Yes. Yeah. It's very exciting. It was. You amazing. are everlasting. Um. I don't think I've answered this question. I don't want to be washed up. I think I did say that, so maybe I'm lying. I don't want to be a washed up child actor unless I am also actually a murderer. <laughs> that's, that's the only way. Nobody then, wants to be washed up. I don't want to be pathetic. I want to be amazing. You could be a washed up child actor that reinvigorates their career through reality television yeah. via, in the form of murder. Yeah, okay. And then there's a true crime like series where they're trying to catch me, and then, and then I end up catching myself, and then it goes back into what we were talking about earlier, and just everything so, is wrapped up on itself. And then for life, all you're doing is the true crime cir- circuit, the true crime is... con circuit, in which yeah. I 
am actually a murderer murdering everyone and then i move on to the next one yeah <laughs> and they have to keep doing more cons because they're trying to catch you <laughs> but they can't and then yeah you are uncatchable mm-hmm. i do i feel like yeah the washed up child actor i feel like there's actually there is something quite nice about being the potential to being being washed up i feel like you could just not give a shit anymore you know just That's watch true. daytime tv live in your pajamas i mean this is some stuff i already do mm. i was gonna I say love. stop yeah. saving my life <laughs> yeah i am currently wearing pajama pants <laughs> right, right I think now we all are yeah. i've been at work all day and i work at home so i'm in half pajama pants <laughs> yeah you just can't stand up on zoom because then everyone will know no yes. no you never stand up on zoom no no it's not a good idea okay next, next question, question. <laughs> would you rather <laughs> would you rather infiltrate a prison in costume or sneak onto a movie set whilst on the run from the police i would probably do the infiltrating a prison thing because i like a challenge mm-hmm. uh i think it'd be quite interesting um and yeah i think i mean i'd be terrified i'd be pooping my pants but i'd get caught and then they wouldn't let me leave you know um but but you know yeah i think it'd be quite a fun little day out (laughs) (laughs) and what would your costume be oh um well it wouldn't be an inmate because then you really would get stuck in there so it would have to be like (laughs) A cleaner, maybe, or like a like an FBI profiler. I'm thinking about like Mindhunter, something mm. like that, something very glamorous. Mm-hmm. Why did I like, instantly think a giant panda bear costume? I don't. You know. just, <laughs> just like straight to Halloween costumes, but the terrible yeah. ones. I mean, you could be like the you've you've come in to entertain everybody. You know, like this prison. Like, didn't Johnny Cash used to be like a prison yes. entertainer? Yeah. Um. But I feel like that would be like the easiest way to get in, maybe. Not you if you did it, it in drag. <laughs> You're wearing like the sexy themed Halloween costumes. You're like a sexy, sexy traffic cone or something stupid like that. Sexy traffic cone. <laughs> traffic cones are sexy. It's <laughs> <That's> so sexy. <laughs> that would not be a good costume to wear <laughs> into a prison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that sexy traffic cone was the first thing that popped into my head if we're being honest um, traffic cones aren't sexy I'm sorry I said it or traffic cones <laughs> I'm sure they're sexy to each other so judgmental yeah. remember Amanda we don't kink shame on fictional hangover that's true we do not if you think traffic cones are sexy more power to you I'm just picturing like a Madonna situation now. <laughs> that's what I see too. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sexy traffic cone costume. Is pointy you see, my, my problem is I live near Newcastle, which is a huge like stag and Hindu place, and there is not a Saturday night when a traffic cone doesn't end up on the top of a monument. Yeah. You know, is it a good night out if a traffic cone isn't on the top of one of the one of the statues? Or there's one in Edinburgh, which every time I've gone to Edinburgh, there's always been a, 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 
a traffic cone on its head. Um, <laughs> or you want just... you could use it as a musical instrument. You know, you turn it the other way around, do a you bit could. of. Do, 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 do. They're really heavy yes. though. Make yeah. loud announcements. You know, a person that's ever put a traffic cone on their head. You're the one going out every Friday night putting traffic cones on statues. It's you. It's you. I've got to, I've got to do something and I like come down off the recording because we we usually do it at eleven o'clock at night. So yeah, you know, oh. right, finish recording the podcast. I'm gonna go and put a traffic cone on the statue's head. Uh huh. Yeah. That's how I wind down. Yeah. Have a potion. Go to bed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Party. It's a complete side note. I'm just going to say I'm sneaking onto a movie set whilst on the run from the police. Sure. Because that's easier and I don't want to be locked into prison. Um, I mm. will also quickly answer this question with being in costume because that is all I ever want to do all the time. So, costume. Whether it's a prosthetic nose or a sexy traffic cone, it doesn't matter. I choose the costume. So, th- this cosplay that you need to do now has to be a traffic cone and then the needle fingers... Yeah, it's not going to make sense to anyone, but, you know, the three of us, we're really going to enjoy it. <laughs> it's just going to come with the comment of, please listen to the episode, it's the only way it will make sense. The only way. And even then, you're going to have questions. <laughs> Bye. Last would you rather. Oh my god. As an actor, not actually being murdered, which death would you rather experience? Amanda, I know it's not going to be spider bites for you. It's not going to be spider bites. You had a full-on wig during the episode. I did. Mm. Oh, really? I would choose any of the other ones. Yeah. Not spiders. Spiders. Yeah, the spiders um, I threw in there just as like a little sort of like, if you don't like spiders, this is going to get you good. (laughs) I'm not the biggest fan of spiders, but, you know, I actually recently, just this past weekend, I was at my sister's house. And my five-year-old nephew was saying how scary spiders are. And I was trying to, like, be the big grown-up and sort of, like, broaden his mind and be like, no, it's fine. Like, don't live your life in fear. It's fine. And um, and his reasoning was, but spiders have so many eyes. Which, yeah. And then you peed your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spiders are perverts. They're always in the bathroom as well. They love to just sit and watch you, don't they? Yeah. Same as moths. Curves. Claire is terrified of moths. Yeah. I can't believe you well, just like brought the them into man. the conversation. I like cryptids. Mm, yeah, the Mothman. Is that a Richard Gere film? The um, I forgot what it's called now. There was a Josh Mothman, Mothman prophecies. Mothman. Prophecy. That was, yeah. Was that, was that Josh Hartnett? I I well no now I got to get I IMDb know. up. It's one um, that I never watched. Looked a bit silly. It's good. Oh okay. It's not. Um, I am going to choose being sucked into the floor as my uh, murderer because that one makes like the least sense and is also terrifying and I can also just imagine myself as being like frozen in carbonite you know and like mm. and like I'm there in the floor but I've been sucked in and, and I'm dead I like that one the yeah. best and then one day someone will find you and you'll be like the coolest antique in the house. Yeah. Yes. Put on, put on display by the front door. Uh-huh. I am the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just get you out every Halloween? <laughs> yeah. You're like one of those giant yeah. target skeletons. 
Where'd you get that from? You don't want to know. Don't. You don't want to know. <laughs> the crowd. What are you picking, Claire? Well, I'm not going to go buried alive because that's like things being in the walls. I do not like things in the walls. But you're okay with me being in your floor? Yeah, that's fine. It's just you. Okay. <laughs> I'll just stop. Go, shove, Amanda. Just kick, just kick me. <laughs> Drowning scary. Don't particularly want to be stabbed or hanged. <laughs> how am I going to get to somebody got decapitated how seriously you're considering this. of course I've got the list in front of me um, somebody in the street I grew up with was decapitated at work once that was well of course once one. just the but one they time were decapitated that yeah. was really creepy oh my god yeah that's yeah. horrible um, um where did you work it was it, I was only a kid it was the, the neighbour across the street it was oh. uh an, oh some some factory, I don't know. Was on your kid. Yeah. Um, oh God. That'd be like... awful. Like, sorry, sorry, Amanda. Your husband's not coming home today. He's had his head chopped off. He was decapitated. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> I don't know why I'm making light of it. It's terrible. Well, oh, it was. It was. It was one of those. You know, when it was only a small street I grew up in. It was back in the days when everybody knew each other as well. We actually knew your neighbours, oh. and it was the gossip of the street. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh. My mum, who listens, she'll probably like text me after hearing this and confirm all the details. So thanks, mum. Uh, <laughs> Please share the details with us. I will. I, I'm thinking. Do, do I have to be covered in spiders, or can I just be one bite and then I can hope to turn into Spider Man? They they kill on mass. Oh no. <laughs> I'll go with falling because then, at the you know, I'm a. Uh, as I'm going down, oh shit, splat. Mm. I always think falling would be quite, like people do it by jumping out of aeroplanes. It'd be quite a fun thing to do. Just obviously it's a bit sad that you die at the end, but it's quite like a a cool, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's panoramically, scenically quite cool. Yeah, it's, it's a very ah, scenic I'm way to die. death. Ooh, this is a lovely panoramic view of the earth. Ah! <laughs> I, do, I can't yeah. see it I can't see that happening knowing that your parachute doesn't work if you oh. even have one yeah not nice. but I suppose being decapitated would mean I'm going to be decapitated and I'm going to go that it's happened on a movie set set in the French Revolution where I'm playing a French aristocrat at, at Madame Guillotine oh. and, and then it's one of those things where like you know the crow where somebody actually gets murdered on set and there's this whole thing and then the true crime podcasts can go absolutely bonkers about it and then there'll be a movie made about my death and a documentary series about it on Netflix uh-huh. and it's called <laughs> Burn the Negative and it's called, yeah. yes and then Amanda can come in as a serial killer who does the con circuit mm-hmm. and you can murder people on the, the true crime concert series mm. yeah you just you gotta bring it back around yeah, it's I'm going to go there. Maybe it's you're called Tina, film. so the film could be called, like, Yellow Tina. <laughs> yes. Something like that. Happens. Yeah. Happens. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a French name. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll French it up, but it'll be Tina. Just sure. yeah. I love it. Zutaloi! Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was taught a French root insult the other week, which apparently means down there bits. But in French, it's not a bad thing. 
to call so- in England you call someone a cunt and it's wrong but in French apparently it's nothing and it's hopefully I'm saying it right en patin so when, you, when something happens you go en patin so oh. I spent a long time in the office the other week sitting next to the lady who taught me it who speaks fluent French en patin so, oh. is it kind of like going oh minge um, oh shit but right. minge yes yeah. Oh, she's oh, minch. I like it. <laughs> um, who does, my who death. doesn't like shouting minge in another language? Absolutely. Yeah. Which which death are you picking? Have you picked yet? Yeah, I'm going to go with the bathtub because I quite like a bath. But you're on fire. Mm. Bath bomb drops in and yeah. explodes. Napalm, death, fiery death. Yeah. Done. No, I would, so it would be the death from the guest house movie, not in real life. Because in the oh. in the movie, yeah, in the movie she drowns in the bathtub, I think. Yeah, in the TV um, it was a shower cubicle. Yeah, yeah. So I would go for that one because it's the best, most peaceful, hopefully. Mm-hmm. It's a warm yeah. bath. Just be nice and clean when they find you. Yeah. Even if, you know, you pee yourself or poop your pants while you die. Oh, yeah. You'll still be clean. Your your bath water won't, but you will. Oh. I can just say this, like, you know, when you get to see the pictures of those gorgeous claw-tubbed baths and they're in, like, picturesque picture windows and, you know, your your limbs are hanging over and people get close and like, oh, no, you've been burnt to death. And then all of a sudden you just see a little poop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so romantic, but it is. Yeah. It's very classy. It's very classy. <laughs> Actually, it's making me think of um, where is Mary? There she is. A cover of Mary by Matt Cassidy. Ah, <gasps> oh, yes. yeah. It's about yeah. a dead body in a bathtub. It's missing okay. the poop. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the poop? It's not visible. <laughs> It's underneath the body. Yeah, yeah. I'd love it if they did put poop in there, but they didn't. <laughs> they did not put poop in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that brings us to the end of Would You Rather. <laughs> this is the longest one you've ever done. <laughs> Good place to end. I mean, it's it's probably my favorite one that we've done lately. Oh. <laughs> There's it's a lot of really poop good. involved. It's very good. It's, it's very good. But now we have other questions to ask, which I find more, hilarious. More questions. Yes. I, ah. think, I think the best part of this is I was like, it's only going to take an hour. <laughs> it's a lie. Every time we say that, it's a lie. You, you know, know, when it hits six o'clock, I'm going to get a glass of red wine. Just, you know. Please do. <laughs> please do. <laughs> You can wait to six o'clock. <laughs> okay, so we have other questions that are not "Would you rather?" and probably maybe no poop is involved, but we don't make any promises. Poop, poop at your own discretion. Healthy. <laughs> it's good for you. Don't don't keep that stuff inside. No, the worst type of pains. Yeah. We've all been there when you can't find... No, we're not doing it. We're not doing this. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Questions. <laughs> Go 
Claire, will you please ask our first question? I'm broken. I'm sorry. I'm broken. While Amanda's been broken, we obviously read your bio and are not creepy stalkers. Yes, we are. It's freely available information on the internet. So we know you were a film journalist. I have no doubt read many of your articles because I used to be subscribed to a lot of entertainment magazines. How biographical is Laura and do you have any confessions to make? Are you secretly a child star and, you know, you have to come out as a serial killer? If you need to do so, you can just wink at appropriate times. Because only our Patreons will see. Uh, It's an audio audio medium. It's a blind medium. But the Patreons will know. But they're our friends, so it's fine. It's fine. They won't turn So I'll do this. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) No, I um actually I don't yeah I I was on TV as a kid because I was on a game show called Cross Combat um which was like a very low budget single season thing that was on ITV and it was basically like a human version of Noughts and Crosses so you had like a a you know a, a big board on the on the floor and you used your body like Twister to do to form a line of noughts or crosses. And it was like two teams. And then whoever won the game got a head start on the assault course. Um, so it was it was fun. I was not expecting an assault course to come. Yeah, there's a whole assault course. At the course end of this well. board game. It's like yeah, a, I know. it's like a mini version <laughs> of Gladiators. It was. It was like a shit version of Funhouse. <laughs> you know, there weren't really God, any prizes. That. I think I won a I won a bike, which was obviously amazing, um, and yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. So somewhere, my dad has a videotape of me, tiny little me, being eleven years old on TV, um, mispronouncing Watership Down because I'd never heard of it, and so when there was the question that was like, "What's the book about the bunnies that all go crazy and kill each other?" Um, we had to confer with our teammates. And my teammate said Watership Down. And I had to answer because I was a captain. I said Watership Town. Um, <laughs> but they still gave it to us. So who's laughing? <laughs> we were. <laughs> you got um, the bike, so. Yeah. I got the bike. Um, yeah. Is this I, was, available I, I thought you were going to say Nightmare, by the way, when you said Game Show. I was hoping you were going to say oh, Nightmare. That would have been cool. Cross Combat wasn't cool. <laughs> nightmare was cool. Can we find yeah. Cross Combat anywhere? Oh, I'm, God, I'm looking at, I'm looking at one image of it on UK Game Shows, and it's just literally one picture. Uh, yeah, I don't. I feel picture? like there are no surviving tapes. It was just so low budget, so rubbish. Yeah. They didn't have the cheerleaders. Didn't have the cheerleaders. I forget who the presenter was, but he was very... He was all right. He was quite plastic. Vince Henderson. Vince Henderson. This yeah. Game show. Never heard of it. Can't, couldn't even you tell you what that person is. I like... I've actually got the... Um, in my diary from 1996, oh, which is the only year I kept a diary. It's amazing. Um, I do have the letter that was my acceptance letter. I wonder if I can find it. Oh, here we go. Today I see, received this letter telling me that I've been chosen to go on the Cross Combat TV show. And there's the letter. Oh, that's so cool! It's just a letter, but it was very exciting. I just yeah. love that you have it. Yeah. I, I also, 
You're a washed up child actor. Yeah, I actually am. I didn't even realise until are. we had that question. Oh my god, this is so much more biographical. Right, okay, so now do you want to confess to the murders? Wait. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, but like in terms of like the journalism stuff, that definitely that hugely influenced the book. There are so many things in the book that are just little pieces that are things that I experienced, like like going to stay in a posh hotel that was kind of a bit eerie at night because you're alone in like an enormous hotel room in a strange city, quite spooky. Um, super chatty and friendly PRs, love them, brilliant. Um, creepy movie studios. And then Beverly the Psychic was inspired by uh, Laura Warren. <gasps> Sorry, Lorraine Warren. Laura Warren's my character. Um, who's the psychic from yes. The Conjuring. She's played by Vera Farmiga. Um, I met her in like 2013 or something. Went to her That's house so cool. um, so cool. to report on the true story behind The Conjuring. So, yeah, so when I met her, I was just fascinated by how much she seemed to believe in the paranormal and she believed in ghosts and that she went into haunted houses and she helped people but she was never scared because she felt that the you know that she was protected by her faith um and i found her so interesting that i thought one day i'm going to write a book that involves a, a psychic who's involved in filmmaking in some way um and that's how eventually i got to beverly oh, so, cool. so yeah lots of little things from from real life in there. That's nice. amazing. Yeah. You stopped talking. <laughs> yeah, that was that was no, just, just a, that, that was a really good story. Sorry. <laughs> it's just so such a diverse like life, isn't it? Like so interesting from us. I mean, obviously you lived it, so you can't. Yeah, you know. Oh, it was freaking awesome. Like I don't. I think that I I was working in the last gasp of really exciting journalistic possibilities. You know, I was sent to the set of Game of Thrones. I was sent to um, what other sets? I was like, I went to the 300 Rise of an Empire set in Sofia in Bulgaria, which was freaking amazing. Like all these really cool things that we got to do um, when there was more money flying around in the industry. Whereas now, I mean, I haven't done a set visit in a long, long time, just because like budgets have been slashed so mercilessly yeah. that there are very few opportunities to do that anymore, which is really sad. Um, but yeah, at the time was just like, this is my life. This is unbelievable. That Loved is amazing. It. Why fly you to Prague when we can just do it a Zoom call? Yeah. That's yeah. Well, yeah, there is that as well. Totally. Yeah. Dumb question about visiting sets. Which is the best craft service that you've ever experienced? Um, probably um, Independence Day 2. Oh, I'm sorry. Resurgence. <laughs> yeah. Which I was, I was so sure that film was going to be a masterpiece because the sets were amazing. I went up to this room that was full of all the artwork. It was all over the walls, storyboards, artwork. It looked absolutely amazing. Great food. Um, I was in the, I went, I was in the, um, the line to get food, and Jeff Goldblum walked past me and was like, mm, "Yeah, you, you definitely kind of look like um, Paul Bettany." And I was like, I was obviously. Um, <laughs> I had hair then, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was a really 
really cool set visit and obviously the film turned out to be absolute garbage <laughs> it happens it happens yeah it's fine still love the first one. Oh, perfect film okay speaking of other movies what's your favorite winona Ryder movie because obviously winona is very very important in she is. and in and... everyone's hearts and lives <laughs> Yeah, that's it's a really difficult one because she's got such a great um, CV. You know, I think Heather's obviously is the iconic, just such a great character, such a great film. She's got so many amazing lines, um, like when she says, "Dear diary, my teen my teen angst bullshit has a body count." Like, just I love it. It's so so good. Um, so probably Heather's, but I think maybe later years, Girl Interrupted doesn't get enough love, I don't mm. think. And maybe mm. it's because she's kind of overshadowed by people like Brittany Murphy, who's just absolutely heartbreaking in that film. Yeah. And obviously Angie. Um, and Claire Duval, I think she's in that, and she's really good in it as well. So, yeah, it's a tough one, but I, it's between those two. How about you? Um, I don't know if I... Heather's, yes. I freaking love Heather's. So good. I just, part of us that wants to be really stereotypical and say Beetlejuice, obviously. No, you can't do that. Ah, <sighs> oh, is that because that's yours? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm choosing Alien Resurrection. Oh my God, I love Alien Resurrection. I love all of the Alien movies and, you know, throw Winona Ryder in. Yeah, she's the only. She's one of the few redeeming features about Alien Resurrection. But I'm sorry, really, I really, love okay. I love her, their relationship. I love it when um, Ripley is like, "You're the new asshole model they're bringing out." Like, <laughs> I love that. Oh. I love their like queer coded relationship. It's brilliant. Yes. You see, I'm a little upset actually with you, Amanda. Not Why? the fact that you've picked Res- Alien Resurrection. <laughs> Why not you? That's one thing you missed. Quite clearly, one of the most important roles she's ever, ever done. And that's as Mina Murray in Bram Stoker's Brother Dracula. I mean, I, I feel like it would... I feel like that would have been a stereotypical response from me. All vampires oh. all the time. I know, and I am Gary Oldman's Dracula, but... <laughs> for she's cosplayed him more than once. Oh, I see. Literally. Please see... The video that if we tell Amy McCaw, she'll share that that video again. Oh, great! There's a terrible. I made a terrible, terrible it's not TikTok. Terrible. It's, it's magnificent. The, it's one of the best things I've ever done. So you, I saw you the dressed... five minute uncut version. <laughs> Do you have the top hat and the mustache and the little tiny glasses? Yeah. Uh huh. I made oh, the glasses. Amazing. You need to just. You need to just go and find it. I mean, I feel like we should take like a. Like a, S- like a two- send a link. We'll send a link. We'll send a link. Yeah, yeah we will. It's fine. But I feel so like I'm... that's stereotypical of me if I were to if I were to say that, and that's not fair. Also, I, I really that... liked her in Mr. Deeds, which who even likes Mr. <laughs> Deeds? Me. But that was yeah. a good one. Yeah, I, it's been, been a while since I watched it, but I do remember liking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot remember it. And she also in Black Swan, she's great. Yes. She's like, she's washed up in that. She's like the washed yeah. up ballerina who's been ousted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's great. And she's scary also, as well. 
really great in Stranger Things. Yes. Why are we not talking about Frank and Weenie? Joyce. No, not Joyce. What's it? Is she called Joyce? Joyce. Yeah, she's Joyce. Yeah, Joyce. You, but you yeah, Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie, because that's really good. Yeah. She's got the perfect career. You know, how yeah. many actors could you just reel off all these amazing films? Yeah, and done? they're all different. Yeah. She's Sometimes got she's range. blonde. She does have range. She's got range. Yeah. I sent her a copy of the book um, because I felt like it would be a bit weird if I didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> all I do is talk about how great you are. So I think I should maybe make sure it's okay. <laughs> I didn't Did you... hear back. Oh, do you want to honor? I bet yeah. I dedicate this book to you. I'm not trying to be a creepy stalker or anything, but you're in it a lot. I love you, Lords. That's pretty much what I said. What would Winona do? I actually do have this tattooed on my person. Do you? No! (laughs) You do. You wrote it into your story. This is also, you know, because this is a biography. (laughs) You have done this. For the secret Winona tattoo. Yes. We're changing your life right now. My whole back is just her face. You have to admit, if somebody like came up to you and was like, I've got your face tattooed on me, <laughs> and it's never a good version, is it? It's, it's never good. There's no, there's no true artistry to it. It's like it's like a three-year-old's done it. <laughs> They're always creepy. They're always creepy. You're kind of going to go, yeah, yeah. Security. <laughs> yeah. I've got crimes against art here. <laughs> I feel unsafe. Stranger <laughs> danger, stranger danger. <laughs> but, but look, look, I've got your entire person. Start stripping off. Like, whoa. Oh, yeah. If anybody comes up to you and says, I've got your face tattooed on my um, on my body. Again, it's like socks in bed, red flag. So I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, I have to look at the mirror and see this every day. I don't get a choice, but you have a choice. well if it's on your back you don't see your back all that often no but there's always that but why question why yeah permanent (laughs) okay so we talked about Winona (laughs) movies so what's your favorite scary movie because obviously it's spooky season Showgirls, absolutely frightening. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so scary. <That's... laughs> I think Scream. I, I love Scream to the to the end of the earth and back. But I've probably watched I Know What You Did Last Summer more. Because I've always got I've always got more of a thing for like the underdog. So yeah. like with Buffy and Charmed, I fucking love Buffy, but Charmed was the thing that really imprinted on me. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. But then recently, Urban Legend, which, I, which, I, which I've always loved, Urban Legend has really grown on me. Thank I you. was going to ask you about that because I read your interview that you did with the um, Los Angeles Public Library. And you talk mm. about Urban Legend in that interview. And I was like, oh, my God, I love him already because yeah. I love Urban Legend. I Urban Legend is getting enough love. It's such a great mystery. Like... Scream is a great mystery. I know what you did last summer is quite a good mystery, but it's it's quite difficult to follow at times. Urban Legend is like a really good mystery. It's 
basically impossible to figure out the killer until the last half an hour, I think. There is one more horror movie that Amanda and I always have to check that people have watched and give it due appreciation. Uh And if you haven't, then your homework is to go and educate yourself. Yes. The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Yes. (gasps) See, he knows what it is. rated completely. We knew knew he would. We knew he would. I know. I've done my homework. I've not seen it in a long, long, long time. But I know I loved it and I need to rewatch it. And we well, that's our Halloween night rewatch. We've already booked that in. Oh, nice. Yeah. I also don't think Halloween. 13 Ghosts gets enough love. Oh, I love 13 <laughs> Ghosts. But I love Matthew Lillard. <laughs> he's just... Yeah. He's really good, isn't he? I saw that for the first time this year. Was it this year? I do a um, point horror film club on Instagram with right. um, Shelley Toy. Yeah. Who does the point horror book club as well. Um, and we did 13 Ghosts and it was just such a funny chat because that film is crazy <laughs> absolutely bonkers i love that movie yeah what's the one with the tire amanda that we, we, we always go on about? rubber rubber yes rubber yes rubber is like very tire. very good um i mean if we're gonna go down that route i love teeth yes with I mean, the, it's just a vagina dentata <laughs> yeah it's not a film it's just <laughs> My personality is I like I mean, teeth. I do love teeth. I do. Yeah. I have, please again, see the jar yeah. of teeth back there. I have, that was a fun day at the library, getting them 3D printed. And the girl, very impressive. she just brings me this. She's like, here's your teeth. They're all done. <laughs> it's a pile of teeth. I'll Did you think you were going to put them into your actual head? <laughs> no, because these are fucking giant. They're like this big. Oh, okay. <laughs> One day you'll okay. fulfill your Wilma Finstone yeah. cosplay and do the bone teeth. I do yeah. have a tooth uh, bracelet. I'm not currently wearing it, but I do have one. They're not real teeth. It's fine. We can pretend. We can. I feel like you're protesting slightly too much as well. I feel like they, they are real. It's it's for, you know, if it's on the internet, it's forever. You kind of got to get those caveats in. You've got to get those disclosures. You just yeah. have to say it out loud for law just, enforcement. Please yeah. don't focus on Amanda's shifty eyes. She's been winking at me this whole time. <laughs> she unfortunately has all the uh, the master copies of the recording, so she can press delete. True, uh, that's true. I am the editor, so I've, well, I've, I've got that power. God's gonna wear it again. Okay, so we've talked scary movies, but this is a book podcast. What you is it scary? though? But is is it, it though? Is it <laughs> not in October? We we do anything. What's your favorite scary book? I'm oh, I'm so bad at favorites because I just it depends so much on what kind of day I'm having. But okay, what what scary book are you feeling at the moment? Um, where is it? I want to show it to you. Um. So this is a book that I've been yelling about to everybody. <clears throat> Came out this year from Tall Nightfire, and it is Maeve yes! by C.J. Yeah, we're Reed. Gonna, we're going to be talking about that one soon. It's yes. so freaking good. It's really unsettling, but also hilarious and gripping. Um, it's about it's sort of like a Disneyland princess serial killer which is genius Um, and I just think it's so 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 good and I think it's going to win tons of awards and just kind of go on to be 
this classic of the genre, deservedly so, because it is brilliant. Yes. And you know this because you are a psychic. <sighs> what about you guys? Yeah, Claire, what's your favorite scary book right now? Because everyone already automatically knows my answer to this question. And if you don't, you need to enjoy more fictional hangover. Do you know what I'm surrounded by them at the moment? And I've just gotten book mail today as well. Especially the audio. Well, while you're digging, I will talk about The Dead House by Don Kurtigich because everyone knows that I'm obsessed with Don Kurtigich. Even Don Kurtigich knows that I am obsessed with Don Kurtigich, so it's fine. That's because you go down... I mean, if she wasn't such a lucky person, you'd probably be on some kind of watch list. She is lovely. I met her for the first time this year, and she is, like, yeah, the loveliest person. I love her, especially... And that book, that book is brilliant. Yeah. It's so good. It's so beautiful. I love all of the weird pieces of things that are in there. I love an epistolary-style novel. Everyone knows this about me. But the audiobook, produced by Elise Green, mwah, it's the most beautiful thing. And I still love the fact that it's Elise Green doing the candle blowout. I know. That was such a cool... We, we interviewed her because... Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you can tell I'm obsessed. So... Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I can really tell. She yeah. keeps that. She kept her curl quite well for about two seconds, and then went crazy. <laughs> but um, she did have the book in arm's reach <laughs> at all times. Cook <laughs> in the kitchen, got the book. It's it's in yeah. my bag. It's in my bag of trick treats at the moment for when we're doing <laughs> the the video later on. Uh, I'm gonna go. Harold Lake. Oh. oh God, Harold Lake is so good. I still think so about good. it. I adore it. I mean, I mean, come on! I've got a Mister Jitters. It's great. It's so good. As much as I love Hero Lake, which I do love so so much, I liked Bird and Falls better. Excuse me, British version, Wicked Little Deeds. I'm sorry, I loved <laughs> Wicked Little Deeds. <laughs> I have both of them. It's fine. I do as well. So I've got the second one to be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually agree. I I think I I think that um, Wicked Little Deeds has the edge. Very slight edge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just I really had liked that, that book. It had that twist that, like, you yeah. didn't see coming at all. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, you just made Dead Eyed Sadie's head bloat. She's all excited by it now. Oh, she's amazing. She is. And Dead Eyed Sadie's, I mean, and Mr. Jitters, like, they're both such great names for baddies. Oh, they are. <clears throat> they feel iconic. Like, um, they feel like you've heard them before, but. That's why I appreciated the needle man because I was about to say, excuse me, the needle man. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I love this. Like it's the very beginning, not when she's in the airplane, but like the the needles like coming around the door frame. I was like, oh, Mm. oh, I can see it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it so much. So that was my Freddy moment. That was my little nod to Mr. Freddy Krueger. Which which of those movies is your favourite? If you don't say the third one, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brain did go the third one immediately, but then I was like, Wes Craven's new nightmare is a masterpiece. I love that one too! Oh my god, yeah. my husband and I were just having this conversation the other day. We love the third one, but I love new nightmare. It's new so nightmare good. just has so many layers to it, and it's got like something sort of political to say a little bit as well about the state of horror and um like you know it's, it's a total precursor to scream 
it basically encapsulates like Billy's argument in Scream where he says psycho movies don't create psychos they make psychos more creative yeah. like Wes had already done that in Wes Craven's New Nightmare so yeah it's, it's brilliant I loved all of his movies I'm so sad that he is no longer with us creating fantastic masterpieces yeah it's a loss didn't yeah. Freddy Krueger go space uh, <laughs> no it's Jason Jason is in space Jason. Jason X. Jason X. Jason is. Jason goes. Does to one space. of them fight a leprechaun? Um, or am I thinking of leprechauns in space? Yeah. I don't, I don't know that there's a crossover with with Freddy or Jason and the leprechaun. There is, you know, the Freddy and Jason crossover, which involves yeah. the fantastic pelvic thrusting pinball scene. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and Kelly Rowland acting her heart out. She tried real hard. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what's her face from Dawson's Creek? Um, the bad friend. Jen's friend. Monica Breen? Is that her name? I've never watched Dawson's Creek. Sorry. I didn't watch Dawson's ah. Creek either. Oh my God. Is that I mean, our homework? We were going to yes. make you watch Absolutely. The Frighteners. I don't season want to. Season one and two of Dawson's Creek. And try and figure out, I mean, you might know this already because it's sort of enshrined in pop culture lore, but try to figure out who the fans hated the most in the show. Okay. And then, then we'll talk. <laughs> okay. 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 I feel like uh, we need to confess as well that if we're talking about people, people that we hate... <laughs> Amanda found some great background information in the same interview for the library about oh. you trying to make Amy sympathetic. Oh, you, you failed. Yeah. You failed at that, friend. She was the worst character. Oh, wow. We freaking well, you, you should have read the first draft. <laughs> she was even worse. We do talk a lot in, in lots of other episodes about how it's really... Like it's it's the mark of a great writer to write someone that you like so viscerally hate. So again, good job. Oh, thanks. Because well, I I think I failed because I tried to make her more likable. You like, you did fail in that. Work. Yeah. But she's still a fantastically terrible character. Oh. And you cheer when she's murdered, which is you know, you do. That's goals. Yeah. 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 She was a she was sort of a, a bit of an idiot at the end. Has to be said. How? She could have learned. She didn't learn from the experience she at all. Not. She did not learn at all. But how? How was she worse? Can you can you answer that question? How did she was worse? She was less apologetic. Less apologetic. Uh, she was less sort of like. Um, there was just less of a connection between her and Laura. There wasn't so much of that sibling. Um, sort of like one-upmanship or, or tension. There was more just outright hatred, essentially. Yeah. So I had I kind of built up their their relationship quite a lot, and things like when she says, "Yeah, well, I'm in love with the reality of you," like things like that. That was a good like line, but I didn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Everything it was... that came out of Amy's mouth was completely disingenuous. Shut up! Oh. Amy. Just shut up! <laughs> shut up, Amy. 
Yeah, I actually, so. I said I said to Amanda, because I started reading it before she did, but she managed to finish it before I did. I said, I want to write down the villain's name on a piece of paper and put an envelope to prove. Because until we've both read it, we can't, we don't talk about it to each other. Unless it's like just, ah! And we know. Um, but I actually thought Amy and Michael working together in mm. that reality TV twist where they were coming in a two-prong attack to get Laura to kind of like admit to being Polly to being part of the documentary and the news articles and stuff because Zeppelin magazine was actually going to be closed down and they needed this big win or something like that and then Mike was actually going to help Amy break into Hollywood because obviously he had contacts and oh they were fucking I kind of thought that they were I really did because they wouldn't put it past me because Amy was so terrible yeah that's a really solid theory I, I would definitely have read that book, for sure. That, that was my theory. And then, you know, as it was going through, it was actually like, no, 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 Laura's the murderer. Yeah. Is she the murderer? Yeah, she's Isn't actually a murderer. Real? And then we have, obviously, so you know, in the main episode of the podcast, um, me and Amanda have a discussion about reality. Mm. <laughs> Such as it is. Such as it is. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I kind of... I was never going to have a non-supernatural ending. I was nervous about that because I knew that some people might be expecting more of a straightforward real-world thriller. Um, so I've I, all the way through writing the book, releasing the book, I've been very um, sort of expecting certain people not to like the ending. So I'm not surprised that some people didn't. But I think that if you didn't see at least something supernatural coming then you weren't reading the book that i wrote because there is a lot of stuff way stuff way up front that basically says there's some weird shit going on here guys you know so it's it's i mean everyone reads things differently but for me it was just really obvious that there was some supernatural stuff going on here but you did not realize that you wrote the hero did yeah, not I didn't realize know that, that the needleman. You didn't realize it was a found family story <laughs> about the needleman and Polly Laura finding yeah. each other. Yeah, and you know, there's a whole guardian angel. Like you didn't, you didn't realize. It's really wholesome. It's, really, it's so wholesome. <laughs> wholesome horror. It's good for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask my publisher to put that on the cover next time. Next time it's printed. Oh, yes. Awesome horror, fictional hangover. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh man, so good. Okay, I feel like we've kept you for like entirely too long. So much longer no, than no. I ever said that we were going to keep you. You can hear the um, red wine calling. Josh, yeah, Josh, you can. You can have a double. <laughs> a double um, wine. Yes, a double, <laughs> wine. double wine. Just one double... in each hand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, is there anything else that you are excited about that you want to tell us? Like any anything like book related or not? It doesn't matter. Just tell us something that you're excited about. Okay. Film related. If you're in the UK, which I suspect only half of you are. Um, Netflix, 26th of October, I think, uh, the film Talk To Me is landing. Yes! I, I love that movie. Have you have you seen it as well? 
I love it. I saw it in the theater. I love that movie. It's so good. So good. And I'm stunned that it's going to be on Netflix within three months of it being in cinemas. But yeah. I just I'm so happy I didn't get a chance to see it. And I'm so happy. Oh, you it's have fantastic. to tell me. You have to tell me if you love it as much as I did. I suspect I'm going to freaking love it. I was just talking about this movie the other day. And in my head, I always call it Talk to the Hand. But that's that's not what I call it as well. <laughs> Because there's a hand on every post. Yes. Oh, it's so good. I'm so glad that you love that movie. Man. Brilliant. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Why don't why don't um, I get it? Do I get it? You might already have you it. You might you might do. All I know is that on UK Netflix it says coming soon and it's twenty sixth of October. I put the reminder on. Yeah. <laughs> give me notification. Please I think tell me when we're you gonna watch do it. what have, we're gonna do like a movie marathon on the weekend beforehand. Because we were going to go to the the local cinema does an all uh, horror movie all nighter, but the selection's not great this um. year. They've got two screens, out four screens, half of them, two full screens are all mystery movies, and I'm like, well, oh. no, mm. I like to know I'm going to watch them. I don't mind the odd mystery, but not yeah. two screens were. So we're just going to do our own, and I think that's what awesome. we've planned in to watch that. Talk to that. Talk to that. Yeah, because the face ain't listening. <laughs> the face is being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> what about, so is there anything fantastic. that you've got that you want to shout about for yourself? Um, Okay, two things. One, the audiobook of Burn the Negative is so good. a masterpiece. Like yes. Stephanie Cannon is the narrator and she's turned the book into something way better than I wrote. You know, she's acted it out to insane levels. That's fantastic. So I really recommend the audiobook. Um, we always recommend then... audiobooks. That's our yeah. favorite thing. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then next July, my next horror book is out. It's uh, very different to Burn the Negative, but also quite similar <laughs> Found it's like family. same but different in the uh, yeah yeah guardian wholesome, angel wholesome, wholesome horror. horror wholesome horror it's all neat. well i do i do seem to have so it also has a yoga scene in it i don't know what's happened but i do seem to be doing like holistic horror um because oh. there's obviously a yoga scene in burn the negative as well yes. um but yeah so that's coming out next july end of next july okay and then you will yeah. of course be joining us again when we talk about it absolutely yes. because you're part of our family now whether you like oh. it or not <laughs> let me out of here no I'm sorry we're not Please. creepy at all we just stalk you <laughs> in the legal way because it's on the internet <laughs> if you haven't got a tattoo of either me or the book <laughs> next time we meet I'm going to have words fair that's fair I need to make a note <laughs> Note, to Note to self. Note to self. Get scary body art. <laughs> yes. And also, and obviously, I'll guns. reciprocate. I'll do the same thing. Please Thank do. You. But there's two of you, so I'm gonna have more tattoos. But... Just like one on each shoulder, maybe. Yeah. Or like, like, it, your, you like just your move pecs. the shoulders back as if we're talking. Oh yeah. Now that makes it better for the pecs. I don't know. How though. do you feel about that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we're like the devil and the angel on your shoulders. Yeah. Yes. The guardian. Except angel. both of us are going to do it. Do, do it. it. <laughs> do it. Do it for the lols. Yes. It'll be like yeah. a ghost on one shoulder and a serial killer on the other shoulder. Uh-huh. 
Yes. I choose serial killer. I Claire choose is ghost. a ghost. Yeah. Great. Right. Okay, perfect. That's <laughs> sorted then. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know how there could be a more perfect ending to an episode of our podcast. Slash don't know how to end that episode. <laughs> fine it's fine okay thank you so much for joining us and spending entirely too much time with us i'm not sorry about that even though i kind of am um tell everyone where they can find you on social media or in real life for stalking purposes uh i'm on twitter or x whatever the hell it's called at josh winning i don't really go on there anymore but i do sometimes so uh instagram i'm joshua winning my website is joshuawinning.com and in real life I live in um, America somewhere. Oh, okay. So you're actually I don't live in America. Damn it. You're actually closer <laughs> to me for once. How, how about we'll just say for contact in real life, subscribe to your newsletter. Yeah. Yeah. That's that totally. Sure. Not be a creepy, creepy creep. Amanda, it's stop being a creepy creep. Fine. Stop it. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry about any of this. Okay. Oh my God, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So that's it for this bonus episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. Join us next time as we discuss Gideon the Ninth by Tamsin Weir. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover-themed merchandise. And become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. You can find us at fictionalhangover.com. Follow us on Instagram, threads, TikTok, and YouTube at fictionalhangover. And find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fictionalhangover. If you like this episode, check out our others and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss out. And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for our music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. Thanks for listening.